Dalit of Terer. This week is Lishus, Rabbi Eliezer Kornhausen family. We're learning the Maimer of Vayigash, and we're going to go through the entire Vayigash today, Dafmim Dalit. So we're starting actually on the end of Dafmim Gimel, which is where Vayigash begins, and then going all the way until the top of Memhei, where Vayigash ends. So the Pasuk says, that Yehuda came forward to, came close to Yosef. And this was when they were worried that they're going to lose another brother. They're going to lose Binyamin. And Yehuda had promised Yaakov that I will bring him back. But Yehuda says to Yosef, please, my master, let me be a slave instead and let let Binyamin go home. So now, to understand this confrontation and this uh, come this coming close that Yehuda comes close to Yosef, what does it mean spiritually? So let's look at the difference between the Mishkan and the Beis Hamikdash. The pasuk says in Shir Hashirim that Keres Batena Razin that the uh, pillars of our house is made of cedar wood. And what does this refer to? This refers to the Mishkan, that the Mishkan was, was built primarily out of wood that was coated with gold and it had uh, animal hides covering, but the main material was cedar wood. Now, if we look at the difference between the base of Migdash and the Mishkan, we'll see that uh, the base of Migdash is made of, uh, of the stone and, and dirt whereas uh, the Mishkan is made of wood and with covers made of animal hides. In the base of Mikdash, there was not allowed to be any visible wood. And uh, there there was only uh, some wood in the the ceiling and there was uh, some decorative wood. But basically there was almost no wood. Why Why with the Mishkan is wood the main uh, the main uh, components, whereas in the base of Migdash, it was uh, almost not present at all. And why with the uh, base of Migdash is the uh, dirt and stone so important? So the, the explanation is through first thinking about how there's domen, that there's uh, inanimate, then things that grow, like plant life and trees, then animals, and then humans. And each one has more highest, more godly energy and vitality. And uh, therefore, the domen, which is total, which it seems to be totally dead, it's inanimate. So that represents uh, the lowest spiritual level. And as we go up through each level with more and more uh, life force, it's it's able to grow, but it can't move around and it doesn't, it's not, doesn't have desires. And then we have uh, animals that it wants certain things and it can run around. So it's, it's greater and it's more alive closer to spiritual and then humans who have a lot of other gifts uh, conscience and uh, the ability to sort of think outside of themselves and so the the uh domum is the lowest level the inanimate but despite that it also has an advantage over the higher levels and that's why that's why uh, the uh, Tzemeach grows from the domain. Why is it that plants grow from uh, 
earth that you plant the seed in earth and that's how it grows seemingly if this if the uh in if the uh, vegetation has a higher source it shouldn't need to come on to the lower level of inanimate but the reason is because inanimate has a higher source this is similar to the fact that humans eat food from lower sources in other words vegetation animals and inanimate that's because they also have a higher source like we explained elsewhere that uh, we, uh, we explained uh, that 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 uh, the tail is the source of these uh, these um, other uh, the more physical parts of the world and uh, therefore uh, humans get uh, eat from them okay. So now, since so it's the same thing here that Doma is the highest source, then, then um, to Meach, and this relates to the Machlekas, the argument of the Tanoim, the sages of the Mishnah, which is in Chagiga, that they argue what came f- first. Did heaven come first or earth come first? So on one hand, the very first passage in the Torah says, First says Shamayim, and then Aretz, heaven comes first. On the other hand, at the end of the story of creation, it says that uh, that on the day that Hashem created Eretz, the Shamayim, first says Eretz, earth, and then Shamayim, and then heaven. So what's the what came first? So the answer is that they're both right. That on one hand, in concept, in thought, earth came first, but practically heaven came first. And, th- and therefore, both of them are higher than each other. And so that's the same as what we said about Doim Tzimechayim Adaber, that although uh, Doimim is the, the uh, lowest in, ter- in terms of its uh, spiritual level, but in terms of its source, Doim is actually higher. And that's why it is able to allow the trees to grow. Next paragraph, Fihine. Now, in the Mishkan, although it was a place where Hashem's presence was manifest, it was only temporary, and uh, therefore it it was still within Hishtalshlus, still within the regular chain of levels. Like the Pasuk says that Hashem was Mishkan. Hashem was just passing through, is traveling through the Mishkan, and it was only temporary, and therefore it it, it uh, kept Shamayim first the heavens first, and therefore it uses uh, vegetation and avoids inanimate. And so the walls of the Mishkan are made of wood. The Only the earth is made of dirt. And then the roof is made of uh, animals. It's made of animal heights. So it's in order uh, from the lowest level to the highest level. And the, uh, this is this is why Chai, the animal life, was specifically the ureas, which were on the roof, the uh, the uh, you know curtains which were hanging, which well they, they were covering the whole roof and then going down over the walls. So that's a level of uh, makif that was surrounding the Mishkan, and that uh, that came from animals, which is the highest of these three forms of life: animals, vegetation, and inanimate. So this is all within the regular order of things, where shamayim, where the spiritual is greater than the physical, but the base of migdash, which is the ultimate purpose of creation. So there, that's the set place for Hashem to rest. Like the pasuk says, "This is my place where I could rest forever," and therefore, in the base of migdash, 
the earth is the main component. It's mostly stone and earth, and that's because uh, earth, which is the, the, the level of, uh, of bittle and some, uh, some of being the macabre of receiving, is revealed to be actually of a high spiritual caliber. And that is what the Pasuk means, that a woman of valor is the crown of her husband, uh, that the the woman uh, feminine energy is makabel, and uh, that's like earth. And with Mashiach, lost uh, when after Mashiach comes with the the uh, a rectified world, it will be revealed how the makabel malchus is actually greater, in in terms of its source. And therefore, in the base of Mikdash, it's mostly made of earth, of uh, earth and stone. There's just a little bit of wood. Uh, which is uh, supporting the um, the uh, Mishkan, and uh, that is the ultimate where we see how the source of the physical and source of the makabo is greater than what seems to be a higher spiritual light. Next paragraph, Vihine Nira. So we see another advantage of the earth over other parts of creation in that the earth lets everything step on it and it doesn't affect it. You step on flowers, you ruin them. You step on an animal, the animal bites you. Step on the earth, ah, step on the earth, no big deal. That's normal. And that's, uh, that's a sign of bitter of earth. And this comes, this comes to earth because it has a high spiritual source we say that in Machshava, earth was first. Now, the word Machshava has in it, actually, the first and last letter of Machshava is Ma, which is bitter, like Moshe's Rabbeinu said, we are what? We are nothing. We're, but, we're uh, nullified. And uh, from Moshe's statement, what are we? We're just Ma, we're nothing. So that is where uh, the... Uh, the um, the, uh, the the quality of earth, the advantage of earth, is revealed throughout the world, and uh, allowing the race of Mikdash to be built out of stone. So, and that's why the Gemara says uh, about uh, Kairesh that he messed up, he did something wrong uh, because because he commanded that they. Um, mix in more stone, uh, more, uh, sorry, wood um, uh, pillars than they had wanted because really the base of Mikdash should be all made of stone, uh, like we explained, uh, because it's all about the, realizing that the source of diamond, the source of the inanimate is actually higher and uh, this uh, idea of bittle that the earth has is reflected in Shemayin Esrei, which is said, said quietly. And uh, this, is, this, is, this is also the reason we bound Shemayin Esrei on that and in the Mishkan, which is within his shalshalos, within the regular chain of worlds. So there, uh, vegetation is above uh, diamond. And uh, and therefore it's therefore in the Mishkan the the bulk of the Mishkan was made of live things of either trees or animal products. Next paragraph in Ezehu. Now this is also the style of Yosef versus Yehuda. 
So Yosef is the idea of Shemayim. The word Yosef means to grow and uh, to add. And that's what Yosef does, that he grows and he adds and he represents the, the Yosef is called the Yosef Atzadik. Like the Pasuk says about Tzadik, about the righteous, it says Tzadik Atami Yifrach, that the righteous grows like a date palm, Ke'eres Bavani Yiska, that he goes, he goes up like a cedar in the Lebanon forest. So we see this uh, uh, idea that uh, Yosef, who's called Tzadik, is always growing. And actually it says elsewhere that the flag of the tribe of Yosef was green, representing this idea of growth. Uh, then on the other hand, we have the concept of uh, Yehuda. Yehuda comes from the, the word Haidah, humility, and just admitting acceptance and being thankful. And uh, Yehuda, Yehuda is there for the uh, Aretz, the earth, because of his uh, bitter, his uh, self nullification. And uh, this is the idea of. Uh, we say about the the uh, Mitzrayim brings eight eras the Aza that he brings both the tallest tree and the smallest uh, bush, and this is uh, therefore Yosef is connected to this idea of the eras of the uh, cedar tree, and uh, and Yosef in in terms of the spheres is Yosef. Yosef is in is the giver. But it's also, and it, which is the idea of Yosef is the giver and rather than not the receiver, like Aretz, is the, which is the receiver and which is Yehuda. And, um, and also Yosef is in the middle. So it goes up to Das and uh, to Tiferes, to Das and higher still to Keser. On the other hand, Yehuda is uh, Aretz, the earth, which is Malchus. And, and therefore, Yehuda is the idea of Haidav, uh, of admitting and thanksgiving of bitter, of self nullification, uh, which uh, the inanimate has the most uh, uh, humility and self nullification, like we said before, letting every, everyone and everything step on it. Next. Now, the paragraph begins with So now, nowadays, and throughout the times of exile all the way until Mashiach, so Yosef's on top. And that's why Yosef had a bigger uh, kingdom. The kingdom of the ten tribes was under Yosef. It was bigger than the kingdom of the two tribes. And uh, that's also why uh, so Yosef uh, is uh, the one who's king, the viceroy, and Yehuda is coming to Yosef. But that's only how it is nowadays. But when Mashiach comes, so then there'll be advantage of uh, Yehuda over Yosef, just simple action greater than deep intent and understanding. And that's the idea of Aishas Chalateris Baila, that the, uh, a woman of valor is the crown of her husband, meaning that she reaches above. And the idea of, the idea of uh, Aishas Chal is, is the macabres like earth and the practical. Because... Chachma is bitter. Chachma just allows the subconscious through. Malchus is also bitter. But the difference is that Chachma is at the beginning of the story. Malchus is at the end. So Malchus is like simple action. 
Whereas uh, Chachma is the bitl to allow the Neshama to, to voice its opinion. Leah says that Abba Yosef Brata, that uh, Abba, the father, which is Chachma, uh, founds and creates, brings us to uh, the daughter, which is Malchus. There's a special connection between Chachma the first of the spheres and Malchus, the end, both of them relate to Bittel. Like we said, Chachma is letting the subconscious express itself and Malchus is simple obedience, being the re- recipient, getting a job, a task done. And uh, therefore, they both, Yira, La is in Chachma. And then the simple Bittel, which is the basic Yira, is in Malchus. And that's why Moshe, just like, uh, with uh, with um, Moshe, that he said for Nachnumah that what are we? Because Moshe was at the at the at the in this level and the realm of full bittel. Now in the Haftarah we have the end of the story. Yecheskel tells that uh, Hashem said to take a, a one piece of wood and write it on Yehuda, then take another piece of wood and write it on Yosef, and bring them together, and then David will be king forever. So uh, what? what's the explanation that in the times of Galus, where Hashem's presence is not revealed, so then Yosef is higher, because Yosef is uh, intellect and, and emotions, all these high things, whereas Yehuda is simply doing what needs to be done, action. So throughout Galus, Yosef is higher, and therefore, he had, like we said, he added the bigger kingdom. And like it says elsewhere, not in this mimer, there's a difference between how they sinned as well. The kingdom of Yosef sinned with idolatry, whereas the kingdom of Yehuda sinned with uh, doing the uh, doing the wrong thing because of a, a just a sudden uh, desire, and in particular related to um, sexual relations. So. Yosef is more intellectual all round, whereas Yehuda is more earthy, more practical, more physical. Now, so Yosef and Yehuda coming together is this idea of bringing together the uh, sort of the intellect and emotions together with the simple bittle. And This is why when Mashiach comes, it says that David Amelech will be the one to lead the benching. Why? Because David represents this simple bit or the simple self-nullification and represents the Aishas Chal Teres Baila, the woman of Valor, who's the crown of her husband. And because that's the idea of David, David represents Malchus. So that's why David will lead the benching when Mashiach comes. So now, based on this, we'll understand final paragraph of the Maimah of Achon Yuvan. So with, uh, with this, we'll understand what the Abrizal says in Lekotei Hashas, that Hashem says to Yeravam, do to Shiva and you'll come close to me. So, so uh, Yeravam says, okay, so what's going to happen? And he tells him that, uh, that you and I and Ben, ben Yishai will all go on a stroll in the garden together. So Yeravah Menavat responded, Mi Baraych, who will go first? Well, who will be closer to Hashem? Will it be David and then Yeravah or Yeravah and then David? Because if it is David and then Yeravah, Yeravah says, I'm not interested. I only want to go if I'll be first. So 
so the idea is that uh, that uh, Yeravim didn't have proper bittel and therefore he needed to be in charge. Otherwise, uh, it couldn't exist. Whereas the idea of David and the idea of uh, Malchus, the idea of Yehuda, is all about bittel. And therefore, that lack of bittel got rid of it, destroyed Yeravim. So now we understand the Imam, we understand the idea of Yehuda coming forward to Yosef, it's the idea of bringing together, fusing together Bittal with the emotion and intellect, and that's the idea of the um, base of Migdash, where we have uh, we have uh, most of the base of Migdash being built from stone and uh, dirt, which is, uh, again, which is uh, uh, another celebration of the, the lower and of Malchus, and uh, that's also... Uh, what um, what uh, we su- what we uh, suggest at the end regarding Yeravam versus David that Yeravam is is intellect, whereas uh, David is Malchus, is simple action. And with Mashiach, they'll come together. But the higher one, the ultimate, is the side of action, the side of Yehuda. That concludes the Maimon.